Hey there, it's the Machine of Nonsense, episode 160160 for you, and uh, we're talking March. It is the end of February, and we are talking what's coming up in March. I'm your host, Eric, joined as always by Kayla. Hey, hey. And because it's a what's coming up episode, we've got... Yep, I'm here. Here I am. Uh, here he is. Uh, adding things to the list at the last minute as he... Yeah, my specialty. That's his specialty, everyone. Um, you won't guess which one he added. Uh, three. I think uh, technically, I think you added three uh, to the list. So, um, a, a surprisingly beefy list uh, in in March. What? You you missed one thing, like three, two of the things. I'm like, ah, that's okay. There was a lot of stuff, but but one of them, you you just you left it up. Were you trying to hurt me? I think so. Yes, yes. I think oh, I, I did it purposely. Okay. I thought uh, making sure you're paying attention. We want to keep you engaged. Man, she's so smart. Yep, that's what it was. That's what it mm-hmm. was. I'm playing five mm-hmm. D chess. You know, that's what I'm doing. Um, March. Uh, but before we get to March, um, we saw American Fiction, Kayla. We did. We did. Uh, we'll be talking about it a little more. Probably in depth in our upcoming Oscars ep- episode, but uh, what'd you think? What'd you think of American Fiction? Uh, it had a lot going on, uh, a lot more. There's a lot more layers and a lot more like character dives that you do than what the trailer leads on. Like you think it's gonna be about just like him being silly and and being as I don't even want to say it as. Mm. Yeah, I can't even say it. I can't even, you know. You think he's just going to be like. (laughs) Well, no, he's just being stereotypical black. That's what he like is selling. But he's like, not that. And obviously that's not a thing. And just it really dives into all of that. And it has to do with like him and his relationship with his mom and his brothers and his dad. Like there's a lot. That you're just like, oh, I thought this movie was going to be like kind of a little dive into our culture. And but it is that as well as that that person's still a person. It was interesting. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Couldn't say it better myself. There, There's a lot of characters like Sterling K. Brown's his brother um, is probably in the best shape ever uh, like a human's ever been. I don't know. Like uh... <laughs> I think he like. It, like he grew too. He like expanded. <laughs> yeah, he plays a very interesting, uh, interesting character. But yeah, he he plays uh, Jeffrey Wright's brother in the uh, uh, in the movie. But yeah, it, it yeah it goes deep into his his family, uh, some relationships, and yeah, who who he is uh, as a person. Um, in in ways that I don't think either of us went in to it thinking i i saw the trailers and it's like oh you know struggling writer uh wants to kind of make it big or or whatever else and on a lark like writes a very stereotypical like a book from the um perspective of like an ex-con kind of uh and blows up and a wanted a wanted (laughs) yeah and they could like they that's done well it's it's a pretty funny movie i i thought it was quite funny but um there's just a lot maybe like too many ideas uh yeah yeah uh but i don't know i still recommend it probably would have been a better show like too like they do so much with the little time that they have that you're like wait 
Let's go back to that. I want to. The fuck? Yeah, kind of breezy, too. I don't r- remember how long it was, but it didn't feel like it was a, a very long movie compared to a lot of the. But I guess that's good when something leaves you wanting more. You know, that's the right spot to be in. Yeah. I'd say so. Um, and was there anything? Is else? that all? Is that ever, all the Best Picture nominees for you guys now? We still or you have go, two, more. two more. We got Anatomy oh, of a Fall, and we have uh, Zone of Interest. Uh, so, oh man, you're just and <laughs> those are like, <laughs> yeah, the lead actresses in both, I believe. So that's funny. Yeah, uh, we'll uh, we'll get to those sometime between now and our our Oscars episode. But um, I've already told Selena, like, yeah, Zone of Zone of Interest is probably going to have to be a solo for me. I'm not going to make you. <laughs> Though I'm I'm pretty excited for that one. It seems interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think we're gonna do Anatomy of the Fall soon, though. She's kind of into that one. So. I I'm kind of excited for that one. Um, me too. I, me too. I, I I might enjoy that one. Um, did we talk about past lives at all? That that we saw that one. I don't think that we have. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Not to yeah. Not to spoil too much of the Oscars episode, but um, that that was. That was I. I just really liked that movie, and I thought like um, it was getting a lot of praise going going into it for like its depiction of adult relationships and and stuff like that. And I just think it's a good like I don't even know what to would a romance movie? Would you? I guess it's a romantic movie, Kayla. What would you call that movie? Uh, there, there's a there's a romantic love involved, but mul- multiple romantic loves. Let's say. Mm. Um, it's it's a very. Have you watched it, Mike? We watched half of it, <laughs> and uh, it's pretty we quiet. Fell asleep and then we didn't get to around of watching it the next night, yeah. <laughs> so our rental uh, uh, rental was over. <laughs> uh, yeah. it, it wraps up real nice if you get a chance to. to it does see it. oh, I'm definitely gonna watch all of them. I think. Except maybe I don't know. Kill is Killers really good? Is Killers of the Flower? Really uh it's Kaylee, good. What do you? What'd you say? Yeah, it's good. I liked it. I loved okay. uh, Robert De Niro's performance. I would say in it's that just show. so long. It's so long. It is. Um, and it, it's kind of kind of quiet too. In in many parts of it, uh, like pa- past lives. I, I wanted to say that it it's got such a like. So there's not a lot of dialogue. There's not a lot of noise really at all. There, it's just like kind of real looking inward, like vibe getting through, just like moving on with things in your life that you can't change. And Very little really... conflict almost, you know? Like yeah, it's inter- yeah. It's interesting movie in that sense. Um, okay. Yeah, much... Uh... Much more. Killers of the Flower Moon has a a bit on both ends, so it's a bit extreme at times. Yeah, that's much more conflict, much more uh, violence. All conflict. Uh, You would watch it. I I think you should watch it. I I think it, despite it being long, like I I would argue that from like an action standpoint or or whatever else, it's it's like the same length as Oppenheimer, but more more is occurring on screen, let's say, uh, for me, you know, like if there's more to like catch your eye and, and Mm -hmm. like for me at least. So, um, gotcha. Gotcha. 
yeah, uh, Oscar movies. I think that's all we've really been checking out lately, right? Anything else? We've talked about you playing Ragnarok. Um, mm-hmm. Real excited for Bad Final Batch. Fantasy. We started Bad, Bad Batch. Batch. Yeah, Bad Batch is back at three three episode like premiere. Yeah, final season. They're gonna wrap it up. Uh, oh, cool. It seems like it's gonna explain um, the Emperor, uh, like why, how how somehow the Emperor came back uh, in in that like last movie. Uh, wow. So wow. let's see if they land that plane. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Bad Batch is uh, Bad Batch is just consistently good. Um, it's, 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 it's a good time. I like it. There's the one negative is it's definitely a show like appropriate for kids, which isn't a bad thing in and of itself, but like they go out of their way to anytime, like they're shooting a a person, um, they turn on stun and it's very noticeable, you know, like they'll shoot the shit out of a robot and like that kind of stuff. But like it's, if it's a stormtrooper. They're putting it on 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 the old stun, uh, and it's just it's like okay, I get it. It's very similar well, to something not I think. Killers. No, know? no, yeah, I I, I get just trying idea. to survive. It reminds me of the old X Men cartoon, which might come up uh, in in this discussion. But a lot of those Saturday morning cartoons had a similar. That's what I love thing. about Bad Batch is it is just such a Saturday like just such a cartoon. I like it. <laughs> I love having one of those in, you know, around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's good. I, well, I need a new one of those because the kids just keep recycling uh, the same five great ones over and over again. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a, a new one, hopefully. That the, uh, hopefully the kids dig it pretty soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll talk about it. Um. About it. Well, unless Mike has been yeah. up to anything, I guess we should been, ask you. We should. We should probably ask you. Um, f- uh, finished my first run in Bellatro last night. Nice. Wow. Uh, was just running flushes like <laughs> nobody's business. Like eighty-five percent of my deck was one suit, and it was great. It was really easy <laughs> to, <laughs> to win. Sometimes it all uh, happens. Yeah, and uh. That was exciting. Unlocked a bunch of new new stuff when that happened. Uh, still playing that a lot. Um, uh, I think I have like one and a half episodes left of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mm, mm. Uh, great, great show. Um, just c- complete like the way they flip the the whole kind of plot of the show is is really great. You think it's going to be something similar to the movie uh mm-hmm. the brad pitt angelina jolie where they don't they're spies but they don't even know that they're spies or something this is where uh uh the two the two leads get partnered together and they know that they have to sign an agreement to marry somebody mm-hmm. and to go out on missions together as a team and uh it's it's really funny it's got like a pretty decent action in it mm-hmm. surprisingly uh, and it starring Donald Glover and Maya, Maya Erskine, yeah. yeah, uh, from Pen 15. She's great. This was supposed to be Phoebe Waller Bridge in her mm. role in this originally, which I still think would have been the best thing ever <laughs> in the world to have Donald Glover with, with her. Yeah. But Maya's great. She, the, the, the chemistry with those two is, is really good. Mm. And, Every episode is just some kind of neat setup 
for like it having the the relationship stuff with uh the the cool spy mission stuff it's really cool and clever and uh great every episode has like a cool uh stunt cast like cameo Ooh. Uh, uh all of those have been really great so far do you think it has staying power like we'll get multiple seasons kind of thing um, I, I think I have to see how it ends because mm-hmm. it, it's definitely kind of leaning towards something and then, uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, but it, I highly recommend that's on prime and, uh, check it out for sure. Um, other than that, I don't th- probably, probably it for me. Yeah. It hasn't been long since we, uh, last yeah. recorded yeah. together. Uh, Maya Erskine, she did the voice of Blue-Eyed Samurai, which was... Um, oh, I, awesome. I saw it very late in, in 2023, but if had I seen it, I think, early in, in the year, I probably would have nominated it in maybe several categories uh, for the Noddies, because uh, that's a cool-ass show. So people, check, check, check that out. Check out March. Let's do it. Um, March yeah, 2024. Very, very nice, very nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, silly smarch weather. Um, Dune. We're getting Dune 2. Day 1 of March. March 1st. Uh, Dune 2 is in theaters after uh, how many years since the first one? It feels like forever. Uh, it was the before times, I think. At least three years, right? Yeah. 2021, I, I want to... Maybe even it was that long ago. It, it's it was because it was supposed to come out like earlier, or at least like it was thought that it was going to be um, closer together. I think yeah, I think it's been like four, not four years, but like three years. I, I feel like I think you're right. Maybe 2021. Theaters were like kind of open, right? For right, that, right? And so, it went to like max pretty early. I think I remember like day one quickly. Oh, was it day one? Oh, yeah, that's how I watched it. Oh, nice. I got off my 12-hour shift that day and watched watch a 12-hour movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I couldn't make it to your... Uh, you guys saw it for your birthday. Uh, oh, that. yeah. Oh, yeah. It it literally came out on my birthday in 2021. Yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, yeah. But... So uh, like two and a half, three, three-ish years, right? Right. Right. Yeah. October. Um, I'm I'm like over the moon excited for for this one i don't know when we're gonna be able to watch it this weekend we got a little bit of a busy weekend uh coming up but uh i i i really don't want to be like spoiled on it that's the one thing like i feel like shit's gonna go down it it feels like in the run-up to it they've hinted that this is not going to like finish the the story maybe um that it it might be like more of a trilogy. I know there's like five books uh in like the Dune saga or whatever else, but I feel like a lot of people went into the first movie thinking that it was going to be the whole story and then they said like no, no, it's it's Dune like part 1 and part 2 and then it it feels like they've lately been hedging and saying like ah, part 2 of you know, maybe more kind of thing. I feel like that's. I think Villeneuve's been like reported like, yeah, I want to make three, but not right away kind mm. of thing. He wants it to, to simmer. So interesting. That to me seems like, I think like the other books are kind of side ish. Really? I think, I think it's the first two parts mm. that are the real, like 
Atreides kind of story. I, I could I be completely wrong. I think there's a lot of time that goes between all the books. Like, right? Isn't that different what you generations? Kind of. Sure. Yeah, right. I think you're right. Like, there's maybe Paul Atreides' kids or something are in the uh, right. Or Villeneuve is going to pass the baton to Link later, and he's going <laughs> to wait like 30 years and and get Chalamet and Zendaya. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Um, but that movie, it, it, the hype is fucking off the charts. It's like not Barbenheimer level, but it's it's, it's up doing, there. I, I see a lot yeah. of people talking about it. Um, it's I saw something that's like the highest rated movie on IMDb ever. And then someone said, oh, great. It got a 7.9 because <laughs> it's, pretty good. it's just, a wasteland of reviews on on stuff like that. But uh uh yeah, uh bring it on. I don't know how I'm gonna see it either. I hope Selena will say like I'm taking the kids to go to the Y to swim or something. And that'll that'll at least give me half of the time to watch uh this three hour movie. But uh, how many uh times are we gonna hear Duncan Idaho in this movie? In this one? Yeah. I, I Maybe it's got to be. I think the over under is one and a half, and I'm going to go under. I think once. Okay. I'll take the over. I'll take the over on on Duncan Idaho uh, utterances in Dune Part Two. Kayla, loser has to dress up as uh, Polka Dot Man from, but it, but, but his version in Dune One, his character in Dune One. At C2E2. That's the Do we have to do the like weird throat singing? Isn't he like doing like the throat singing thing? You have to do everything that he does. Mm, okay. I dig it. And I say you because you're going to lose. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, David Dashmalkin, I believe, is that uh, gentleman. Uh, Terrific name. Yeah. Good. Perfect name, like for, for the face, for the, for the, for the guy Dash Malkovich. <laughs> uh, Dune Part Two coming to theaters March first. Uh, coming to your video game consoles and your PC. The Outlast Trials uh, March fifth. Have you played? You've played Outlast, right, Mike? I feel like you mentioned it before. The spooky game. Yeah. No, I have not. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Um. This, I don't quite understand what the gameplay is in this. It's very, like, the trailers have been very Saw-esque, like, uh, people being, like, kind of observed in these awful kind of uh, scenarios, horror scenarios, being chased by freaks, (laughs) weird weird freaks. Um, It kind of seems like... Like hero-esque characters, like, from, like, like a fucking League of Legends or something. Like, they're all, like, very specific horror tropes, like, right. hero and villains, I guess you call It makes them. me feel like it's maybe, like, a asymmetrical kind of thing, uh, like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre-type game or something, maybe. I saw a survival game. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you, like, what is this thing? Good, I'm glad um, none of us know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, I think it is, like, a Dead by Daylight-like mm. Um, it's definitely a a game I probably won't play, but I just, I find the trailers actually like really intriguing, um, like the setup and, and the, the creepiness of the, the, the monsters and stuff. And there's like a line 
near the end of the the trailer where the observer whoever's observing this craziness is like god uh, something to the effect of like um i've learned one thing about suffering like so, so what is it suffering the limits and fear. Are pain and yeah pain yeah. and fear and there and he's just like there aren't any and stuff that's a cool yeah. line it's just like oh yeah. okay yeah. yeah okay cool it's creepy um oh the one the one guy like the weird like police guard guy mm. with the stuff baton. Oh, what was his line? Oh, that I was going to say it. Blanking <laughs> <laughs> on it, but it's, uh, it was very funny. Go watch the trailer and laugh as I did at the dumb line. <laughs> oh, yep. Go watch the trailer for the outlast trials coming March 5th to PC, uh, PS4 and five Xbox series and Xbox one. Um, the Gentleman coming to Netflix March 7th. This is a, I don't know if it's like a sequel or just an offshoot of the movie of the same name by Guy Ritchie. Uh, this is a Guy Ritchie series, to the best of my knowledge, his first ever uh, television series. I know him for his movies. Um, the movie The Gentleman uh, has like Charlie Hunnam and um, uh, Hugh Grant. And a lot of glasses in that movie. Yeah, right? of... it's actually it's. I like Guy Ritchie movies. I've kind of enjoyed pretty much every Guy Ritchie movie to some extent, and um, I think I've seen them all at this point, uh, except the Jake Gyllenhaal one about Iraq or whatever that came out like a year ago. But anyway, I digress. Um, the movies Jarhead Two, yes, Jarhead Two oh, uh, by Guy Ritchie. It was uh, a departure. Um, interesting like choice for a series i think um he makes one type of movie english gangsters and also two types of movies because jake gyllenhaal in iraq is his other type of movie yeah but, uh um yeah i don't know it just looks like a fun romp uh in in like the british underground um very much if i feel like if you like guy Ritchie, you're gonna probably dig this and if you don't um steer clear uh the the gentleman what'd you think Mike? he didn't direct any of those kingsman movies right he didn't but it's it's as if he this did is right? his answer to that then because it's really the same fish out of water like but except except i'm gonna start my own kingsman <laughs> he gets his own own little richie spin on it there um the main actor i don't know his name but he was he was pretty good in uh white lotus season two mm. It's one of those moments like, ah, you're British when I <laughs> watch this because he was like just a, a tech bro, <laughs> American tech bro in, in White Lotus. So how do they do uh, it? How do those Brits I know. do it? <laughs> Don't ask me. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's honestly incredible. Uh, yeah. The Gentleman coming to Netflix March 7th. I think this might be one that I uh, just check out on, on my own because I, I think there's a high probability that I'll, I'll I'll dig this one. Uh, I just, I don't know. I eat up. Those I would like it. Movies. Well, great. Then I don't have to do it alone. This is, great. I mean, it's got the, all the scene, you know, the shooting at birds with, with old school weaponry and foggy pond <laughs> shot, you know, Vinnie like, Jones, who's in every single Guy Ritchie, uh, <laughs> film. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Uh, yeah, I didn't know any of the rest of the cast, but but old Vinnie Jones, uh, Ray Winstone as well. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I know that guy. Uh, will come up again in just a moment, actually. Um, oh, wow. 
Unicorn Overlord the next day in on March 8th. Uh, this is coming to PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, and Switch. Guys, it's coming to Switch. Um, this is a interesting tactical RPG um, that uh, has a really cool art style. Um, I put it on the list because I drafted it in the 2024 video game draft. Um, I'm a little concerned with this one. I don't feel like it's got a ton of buzz, um, but I... Oh, no? I, it doesn't feel like... It doesn't feel like people are like, man, Unicorn Overlord. Uh, I'm really excited for this one, especially with so many, like... I I think it could get completely eaten by Final Fantasy VII coming out, like... Oh. Uh, at, yeah you know, <laughs> right at the end like a week within yeah. a week i think that's probably going to be the only video game people are going to be talking about for uh i would say over a week uh so um well this is this is a vanillaware game mm-hmm. um they made like dragon's crown um uh man so many other uh moramasa i think was another mm-hmm. one on Wii that they did uh, there's other PS2 ones that I'm blanking on, but uh, they kind of they they have like a cult following kind of thing mm. that studio, and they're kind of I noticed they're teaming up with Atlas on this somehow. Um, looks really gorgeous. They've kind of gone away from the at least from what I've seen. I downloaded the demo on Switch, by the way. And, oh, did you? Uh, nice. Didn't get very far in it because there's a lot of talky at the beginning of it. <laughs> But uh, it seems like they've gotten away from that. Dragon's Crown had this really weird, like, super thin waist. Like, the Oda, the creator of One Piece, would blush at the size <laughs> of these women's busts. It was kind of weird. And uh, it seems like the the character models and things are, are, are more uh, normal for this Reasonable. one. Gorgeous art, though. Like... I, I love how it looks, and it seems like it's got so many different, like, systems. Like, you're not only – you're getting into, like, these turn-based battles, but then there's also, like, a strategic aspect to it, like an overworld where you're moving around units. Um, it's like a, a wild mix of, of things, it seems, um, in this gorgeous art style. So, um, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I hope uh, – I hope it does well and I hope it's worth getting. I've been wanting like a tactics game for, for a while. Um, and I don't know, maybe this, maybe this is the one I've just skipped all of the, the ones that have come out midnight suns and, uh, Diofield Chronicles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's been some good releases and I just haven't even yeah, picked them yeah. up. Uh, but Disgaea 14. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. a grind, a grind. Uh, is that Tomas? I hear? Um, Unicorn Overlord coming to everything March 8th. Uh, Kung Fu Panda 4, I am very surprised, coming to theaters March 8th. Um, was not aware that there's been four of these, but um, <laughs> I they always look cool. Have you seen any of them, Mike? Do the kids like them? The kids do like them. Okay. I have avoided this franchise, though. Uh, you could tell that this probably isn't their upper echelon mm. favorite kind of movie franchise because i've there's no way i i would have escaped it if if that was the case but i know they do like them they were very surprised to find out that there was a fourth one coming out and uh god remember when you were a kid guys and it didn't matter you just wanted the number to get as high as it could mm, mm. like i would have watched tmnt 14 like i would have <laughs> gotten that far 
if they would have kept cranking them out True. that fast. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I want my Jack Black and other other stuff. Mm. Aquafina's in this one, and I I, I love her. But uh, I don't know. Do you guys like these, Kayla? Do you like these movies? I've never seen them either. Yeah, I, I've never seen them. First game I ever played on my 360 was Kung Fu Panda because it was <laughs> the awesome. it was the bundle the bundle game. <laughs> that is so that is my 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 knowledge. I like Jack Black. I think the animation looks cool, and um, I I like Kung Fu. So I I really should have checked these movies out way before uh, now, but uh, I don't know. First time for everything, right? They've got to be on something now. They're probably all on Netflix or something. Uh, I have to check. Yeah, out. I think you could see like Kung Fu Panda two on this, Kung Fu Panda <laughs> one on another thing. I think they're probably split up or something. But Blu-ray box set, I'll, I'll get them. Um, Kung Fu Panda four coming to theaters March eighth. Uh, coming to Prime, we've got Roadhouse, uh, the remake coming uh, March eighth. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal getting absolutely shredded for this one. Um, it, yeah. Is he? He's not the same character as I Patrick believe Swayze, is he, he is. Yes, okay. the same character name. I I believe. Oh, Dalton. I heard it right. D- D- is that yes. His name? Yeah. Okay. See, I didn't catch that, but like I was trying to explain Roadhouse, a movie that I haven't seen, but I've heard for the last like thirty six years of my life. I've heard a lot about Roadhouse. Roadhouse is great. Oh, you, Watch you, Roadhouse. You're a Roadhouse fan. Yeah. Okay. It's really good. That's why I added it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so now, in the original Roadhouse, correct me if I'm wrong, he's just like a bouncer who's like world-renowned for being a bo- a bouncer, right? He's He wasn't like a boxer or an MMA guy or anything like that. Yeah, Patrick Swayze is literally like, um, well, the bouncer for hire to train your bouncers, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, and he gets a gig, uh, in Florida, I want to say, and gets involved with, uh, a big, bad villain guy in that, uh, that part of town and great Sam Elliott and roadhouse. He's all about like killing dudes, right? Like he, he doesn't mind just like snapping necks and stuff, right? There is some, some killing. I think Dalton, yeah, Dalton's not afraid to get his hands dirty, but mostly he plays it pretty cool. Like in the, the actual bouncing part, you know, he's, but if he's got to fucking fuck somebody up, he does. And, and he's great. <laughs> Cause it seems like the whole thing with, with Jake Gyllenhaal's version is that like, he's yeah. kind of a gentle giant. He doesn't want to fight necessarily. He will, but he, he doesn't kind of want to, right? Yeah. He's like a that. disgraced MMA fighter who takes a, a gig. Like he's just kind of, it looks like he's doing like finding weird fight clubs and just <laughs> trying to earn a living. Uh, and kind of gets mixed up. Pretty similar. It, beyond that, it seems pretty similar to Roadhouse where he gets mixed up in this, you know, something bigger than him. And he wants to be the good guy. <laughs> and uh, it really seems like it's a lot of the movies just going to be him fighting Conor McGregor over and <laughs> yeah. over again. It, they yeah. fight in so many different locations in that in the trailer. trailer. Yeah. Yes. Like it's again, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, holy shit. Um, but I sign me up. I got prime. Hell yeah. I 
I, I watched Buff Dylan Hall just beat the shit out of dudes. <laughs> I, I thought it looked pretty good. I'm a little concerned with the McGregor of it all. Like I, 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 I need him less. He's really over the, the top and dumb. Yeah, yeah I, I love a Dylan Hall, and I, you know, the general premise is is fine, but I thought th- that line was pretty good. Where he's like, "Don't ever let anyone get this mm. close," and then just straight up fucking red butted him. Like, yeah, good. that was good. <laughs> But beyond that, he seemed just in a different kind of movie, maybe. But we'll we'll see. See, saw a boat crash that looked really fun. So there was a lot of stuff in the trailer. Yeah, long trip. Yeah, Roadhouse coming to Prime, uh, March eighth. Also March eighth, coming to Netflix at the last minute. It got in. Uh, Damsel, the Ray Winstone uh, vehicle. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, <laughs> I think he plays her, her father, the king. Um, oh, but okay. uh, this is a Millie Bobby Brown uh, film. Um, Mike, do the honors. Tell us uh, all about Danza. Uh Millie Bobby Brown is a young princess to a kingdom that must be in some kind of uh, economic struggles. Probably mm-hmm. she is going to marry uh, a young prince from a prospering kingdom, I believe. And mm-hmm. it's going to, you know, they, they make it known like you. This is going to save our people. You know this marriage, and uh, not sure who plays the young prince, but Robin Wright plays the queen of this kingdom, and it seems to be a lavish wedding on this uh, very particular scary-looking mountain. <laughs> and uh, they take like a blood oath of some kind. <laughs> they cut each other's hands, and the prince is carrying the princess away off to a honeymoon of some kind or something, and he drops her down a huge <laughs> chasm and Millie Bobby Brown has been uh, part of this generational sacrifice that has to happen, I guess, to some God or something. And then it's just Millie Bobby Brown becoming Laura Croft and <laughs> escaping this uh, weird uh, cave system thing that she's trapped in with a uh, fire breathing dragon and sign me up. Sounds good. She's still your pick for uh, Psycho Mantis, uh, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Uh, Angela Bassett. We also get some some Angela yeah. Bassett in this yeah. one. And um, as I was uh, researching it, I said, "Man, that director sounds uh, that that name sounds familiar." It's uh, Juan Carlos Presnadio. Um, he's from Spain. Uh, and I was like, that, I don't know why I know that name. I looked it up. Uh, he did 28 weeks later, uh, the, uh, okay. uh, sequel to 28 days later. And, um, I recently watched that movie. Um, look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. He's got some action chops. I, that, that movie is like super over the top action. And this looks like a, a, a fantasy. I think the movie. I think the movie looks really good. It looks like it has a, a pretty decent budget, actually. Mm-hmm. The, the special effects look nice. There's this cool shot where she's in the cave and she just sees all this swarm of bats fly over her and they're on fire and shit. <laughs> At first, I'm like, oh, shit, is this like a magical world world with fire bats? But no, <laughs> it was the dragon lit up all the, <laughs> all the bats. Yeah, I wonder how much like like fantastical elements there will be. I I got the vibe. I was thinking it was like, oh, it's like a um Alice in Wonderland type mm. like thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it it's that. It might just be more more fighting a dragon. She's gonna befriend that dragon, right? Like and take on the. Ooh, she's gonna be a dragon rider kind of thing. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I bet. I hope so. Uh, yeah, I hope. Uh, I hope she can. She can keep. 
keep working, uh, Millie Bobby. Um, I, I think a lot of those kids are, are really have been like typecast at this point from stranger things and they need to break out. I think, I think she's done that. Netflix gives her the, every movie that they have for, for kind of the, the young adult kind of thing. So just by being forced out there, she's going to <laughs> be at least in on people's minds. Stay away from Drake and you'll be fine. Really. Um, Damsel coming to Netflix March 8th. Uh, also March 8th. Uh, apparently a very stacked day. Love Lies Bleeding. Coming to theaters. Um, very excited for this one. This is uh, this is Kristen, Kristen Stewart and uh, Katie O'Brien. I, I remembered Katie O'Brien, the, the much more <laughs> famous of the two, right? Um, uh, it, it, this is a um, dark, romantic, lesbian crime movie. Did, did I get all the, the adjectives on this one? There's um, like family drama. There is family drama. Family. Bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. Um, <laughs> good. I, I think that that's more of a noun, right? Uh, but uh, I, I've been seeing the trailer for this. When, when did we see this in front of a movie? Like it, it was got to be four months ago or something. It's been a while. Um, I've seen the same trailer half dozen times at this point, And it it rips every single time. Like, I just, I think this movie looks fucking awesome. Uh, the, uh, Dave Franco also is is part of this. Um, Ed Harris is, I think, uh, Kristen Stewart's father. I I think that he's playing a father familial type character. It looks like they run, run guns in some way. Like he owns like a, a ranch gun gun club kind of thing where they're like maybe running guns down the border and all of the crime that comes into that. Um, Kristen Stewart doesn't seem to like uh, care. And she's just in that life, you know, it's family life. And then she meets this uh, very interesting uh, woman bodybuilder and seems like they fall in love and it's going to be your classic, like how do I get out of this life of crime type scenario um seems violent seems seems like there's like supernatural psychedelic i guess would be the term to use Mm. like there's some like weird hulking out kind of scenes in in the trailer um i don't know this just looks fucking dope and they they failed so hard not uh making katie o'brien uh abby in the last of us i i will take that one to to my grave uh she would have been the the perfect she she is like she's like a bodybuilder um and um she's i don't know she's, she's my abby she'll forever be my abby <laughs> the moment i saw her and she was in season three of mandalorian i think it was um i was like that that's her right that that's who, who they're gonna cast right and then uh we got caitlin whatever caitlin deaver yeah yeah Hopefully she'll have the gym. I anyway, talking too much about that. Love Lies Bleeding. I'm I'm very excited for Love Lives Bleeding. Uh if you have gave me bones and all vibes. I, yes. I I enjoyed I enjoyed that. Yes. Rose Glass is the director. I the name mm-hmm. sounds familiar, but I don't know her work. I believe she wrote it as well, yeah. I don't know if this is like first time or, or what. Man, interesting looking person. Uh, oh, that's oh. what. It, okay, Saint Maud. I've seen Saint Maud, um, mm. also from Rose Glass, and um, very interesting movie. I, 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 I 
think I liked it. I think it it's one of those I it it stars uh Morfred Clark who played the main elf character in um the Lord of the Rings the Prime show. Um Oh, okay. Uh Galadriel uh and yeah, yeah. uh she's she's uh she's really cool uh in that movie too. So yeah, I uh I think I I love Love Lies Bleeding that much more now that I know the director has uh, done other cool things in the past. Uh, exciting. Love Ed Harris. Love Ed Harris. I I I, I wish he worked more. Uh, I watched The Abyss the other day. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Ed Harris rocks. He's That wasn't he's available great. for a long time, right? That, that was Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. He looks really cool. He's got long fucking white gray hair yeah. and this and shit. Yeah, he's he's just he can like go between like creepy and mm. caring so so easily. Like what was that yeah. Olivia Coleman uh uh Lost Daughter. Lost Daughter. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Like he plays yeah. kind of like a pathetic kind of just lovelorn mm-hmm. guy and it, it, he's great. Anyway, uh Love Lies Bleeding Theaters March 8th. Go and see it. Uh the Oscars come in March 10th. And we're going to talk about it, uh, so stay tuned for our Oscars Best Picture episode. Um, that's it. It's going to be on ABC, guys. Check it out. Um, I love the Oscars. I, I love award shows. March Who's 5th. hosting this year? I have Kimmel? no idea. Is he? I know that's... Kimmel does Emmys or something, right? Or Golden Globes or something like that. I don't think they've uh, announced yet. They've really? announced some presenters, but um, I don't think I, we know I think those. the host is out there. Uh, Kimmel seems like it might be Kimmel. Oh, okay, it is Kimmel. Yeah. Unless it's Bob yeah. Hope. Is it Bob Hope? Is that what I'm seeing here? Yeah, it says Jimmy Kimmel will return to host the 2024 20, Oscars. I, I like Kimmel. He's fine. Cool. I hope it's a good one. I love the Oscars. It's <laughs> great. Give us more montages. Give us more montages. Yes. Oh. <laughs> They're the best. Um, all right. Manhunt coming to Apple yeah. TV uh, March 15th. Uh, the story of, uh, I was going to say Ed Graham Poe. No, John Wilkes Booth, uh, the uh, famous assassin uh, of Lincoln. Uh, recently learned, and I think this, this show is going to touch on it, but like apparently John Wilkes Booth at the time was like, George Clooney, essentially, like he was one of the most famous actors of his like generation. And it's as if, you know, yeah, like George Clooney walked up behind uh, Biden and just shot him in the back of the head. You know, it's it was kind oh, wow. of that, um, which is uh, which is pretty wild. So the, the, it's going to um, it's like a limited series on on Apple um, detailing the like the murder and the conspiracy and you know the the manhunt uh if you will of of getting uh john wilkes booth um tobias menzies is uh kind of the the detective it seems or, or who i don't know what he is he, he seems to be like trying to figure out colonel or something oh is he a military guy yeah maybe or the... he looked like he's just trying to take the place of old abe yeah <laughs> <laughs> like wait what he's not abe lincoln <laughs> Yeah, I did that double take too. That's pretty good. Um, My cosplay. <laughs> I I'm pretty excited for this one because I, I aside from that little tidbit of um, that John Wilkes Booth was like a very famous actor. 
Um, I don't I don't know much uh, about this uh, story and everything else. I know there was like a a grander conspiracy that that people don't normally think of or talk about. Like there there were multiple like at this as he was shooting Lincoln, there were like other assat like other assassins trying to kill other members of like the parliament or whatever it was at that time. Uh, uh, you North. Know. Right. Well, yeah, like uh, other of Lincoln's like uh, like maybe the vice president or whatever else was also like uh, uh. attempted, you know, someone tried to kill him. And um, so, yeah, it, it's like a bigger story than you ever kind of hear in in history books or whatever in, in school. So I'm interested. And uh, Apple, Apple, man, they're, they're good. Did did anyone stand out to you in that trailer? <laughs> Like a sore thumb. Oh yes, yes. Kayla, Kayla audibly <laughs> laughed <laughs> when she saw so, Pat Oswalt. Yes, Pat Oswalt plays like a union general or something, <laughs> and he just speaks in a way that does not <laughs> does not lend itself to nineteenth century <laughs> like, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> America, and he's just so tiny and rotund. <laughs> no, literally. it just makes made me laugh. Him trying to like give this speech. You know. Yes, it, it, it was quite funny. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. Just I, I hear this audible like <laughs> next to me when when he comes on screen. It was it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. They show him like marching and he's like the head of all these big, tall army men. <laughs> he's so tiny. <laughs> hey, man, that's my ratatouille. It was very right? funny. It was very oh, funny. Manhunt coming to Apple TV March 15th, starring Patton Oswald. Uh, MLB The Show uh, 24, uh, my favorite game every year. Uh, March 19th, coming to uh, PS4, PS5, Xbox Series, Xbox One, Switch, and Game Pass, which is great. Like, the the best PlayStation game every year comes to Game Pass, and um, not enough people Very talk cool. about that. Not and <laughs> um, incredibly successful year after year. I don't think people talk about that either. It's, it's routinely in, like, the top 10 best-selling games, on top of the fact that you can get it for free um on on game well free you know for the game pass subscription um yeah, yeah still sells an insane amount of copies on on playstation um i'm of the mind that they just don't need to change much they've kind of perfected it i know some people want big sweeping changes and and stuff in their sports games or you know improvements or whatever else i just want the new roster just give me the new roster and i'm gonna play the game it's gonna be great make the characters look the characters make the players look slightly more like themselves and i'm good um you know and will be the show i love it definitely who's the cover this year uh vladimir guerrero jr from the nice. uh, the Blue jays yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, he's cool yeah yeah big old big old first baseman um kind of a really a like weird watching pick. yeah oh yeah yeah vlad vlad his dad was amazing um yeah, kind of. He's a kind of a big pick. name. He won the home run derby last year, right? Yeah, yeah. He's. I mean, yeah. He's a big power hitter and stuff. I don't know if he's, if he's like one of the stars of the game in the sense of like. Uh, 
I don't know. You ask someone who's who's a baseball player. Put Otani every year. They, you know, like, well, they should have. But yeah, he yeah. was he was the the athlete <laughs> last year. The the cover uh, last year. They did a, such a cool anime like theme oh, yeah. cover mm-hmm. last year. on the Switch. So yeah. Good. Um, what can I say? And will be the show. I'm going to put in 500 hours next year, and it's going to be great. this year. Whatever. Um, cool. Cool. All right. Palm Royale coming to Apple uh, March 20th. Kayla, I I want to pick your brain because we watched this trailer now I think twice. Um, yeah. Kristen Wiig, uh, someone we we both love quite a bit. Um, what do you what do you think of this trailer? What is this show about? Um, um, it, it's gives me like a little bit of some like don't worry darling mm. like some something's going on beyond what what we see i don't think it'll be as crazy or as sci-fi mm. right as don't worry darling but uh i do love Kristen wig it I don't know if this is outer. I can't tell if this is like super fun. Is it, obviously it's going to be funny because it's got her, but is it supposed to be a funny movie or is it like a don't worry, darling? The series, right? Yeah. Yeah. A series. Yeah. 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 It's a, I think it's kind of trying to be that desperate housewives Melrose mm. place I've kind of, kind that. of thing. Well, just kind of in the fact of, it all, all of these people live like in an apartment complex and then they do, you know, there's drama and stuff okay. between all of them. Desperate housewives is like all these people that live on a block and do shitty things to each other. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's what this seems like, I guess. And Kristen Wiig is trying to muscle her way into this kind of posh, uh, Group. Condo kind of collection of like or apartment complex kind of thing. I think it's like a, yeah, and, like a country club kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of the episode of Simpsons where Marge tries to keep reupholstering that dress into different <laughs> different dresses so she can <laughs> impress her rich friends. Yes. But uh, but yeah, and she's kind of willing to do whatever it takes to to uh, stick around in the high society kind of thing. Um. Salt, very salt burn vibes uh, ah, for me. We gotta check that one. And out. Uh, yeah, I love the cast. I think like we've mentioned Kristen Wiig, but Laura Dern, Allison Janney. Um, it just seems like an interesting cast, and the, the setting, like I, I guess it's the '60s. Um, and yeah, it's it's the '60s. Zooms and stuff look cool. Yeah, yeah, great hair, great costume design. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kristen Wiig looks kind of different. I mean, she looks very Miami Beach, but very tan. Very I think she plastic. just kept a lot of the Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar set and just. I want more of that wardrobe. Well, yeah. see, I want Barb. I don't want Starbra. I want me some Barb instead, but. I'll settle. Yeah. Ricky Martin as well in this one. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's kind of wild. Yeah. A lot of Ricky Martin in that trailer. So he's a he's a major, major player in this one. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll, I'll see how this one goes. I'm, I'm, I'm interested enough. It looks like it, it looks um, well done. Like, we, you know, like w- what we were saying with the costumes and everything else. Um, 
it, it looks well done. I just I don't know if I understand the the point or the you know the central kind of plot, but hey, Mike described it. That makes sense. Yeah, sure. Palm Royale, Apple TV Plus, March 20th. Same day, we're getting the uh, Alone in the Dark remake, PC, PS5, Xbox Series. Um, this, it's interesting that it's it's all like current gen. It's all, you know, it's only, it's not last gen at all because it doesn't necessarily look like a, a, a super polished like game, a current gen PS5 type game um in in its production but i'm still very i've always been really interested in the series i know um it's the precursor to survival horror it's you know like before resident evil was resident evil it was alone in the dark um and uh the cool thing with this it, it seems like it's it's definitely leaning into um old school survival horror two characters you choose between um Edward Carnby, played by um, Stranger Things guy. Dave Harbour? David Harbour, right. And um, it's a, uh, Jody Comer's the other? Or no, it's... um, uh, Is it Jodie Comer? I think I, it I, is, right? Yeah, I think it you're right. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Jodie Comer is the, you're right. the female protagonist. Well, yeah, you know, I needed the, the, uh, the help there. Um, and yeah, it seems like you're... Your puzzles, you're low on ammo, very the very much the vibe of like an old school Resident Evil or something. Um, love a good survival horror. Um, and I've always been interested in like I know the Alone in the Dark games are are more that like um Eldritch horror, uh the Cthulhu type stuff, which um I've always wanted, you know, more of that. More give me more Bloodborne type type stuff. Mm -hmm. So um oh, yeah. Yeah, I I wish it looked better. I guess that that's my biggest kind of gripe looks with like a 360 game for sure. Yeah, it very much does. But um, as long as they like capture the you know the vibes of the the creature design is cool and the the scenarios are cool, um, I'm into it. Uh, I think D drafted it in in the draft. I want to say. And I want to yeah. say someone counterpicked yeah. it as well. Uh, so yeah, I wish that's the counterpick I wanted. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think D's gonna get some points on this one, but that's okay. Well, that's alone in the dark coming to uh, all the current gens March twentieth. Uh, last on the March twenty train is X Men ninety seven. The uh, the thing I left off, the thing I forgot to put on the list coming to Disney Plus. This is the direct sequel to the um, the X Men cartoon of our of our childhood, the, the X Men animated series, um, and it seems to take place like directly after that that series ended with the death mm -hmm. of Professor X or the but potential death the 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 leaving of professor x and this seems like it it might like be the scene after uh kind of thing um we we get a lot of from the trailer we get a ton of um kind of information about where it's going to go magneto seems to be taking over the mantle uh as like the professor x type character the leader uh type character in some way or inheriting um the mansion and everything that comes with that 
Um, they've yeah. they've nerfed uh, some of the character designs um, <laughs> in some people's uh, opinion. Um, but uh, I love that cartoon. Uh, growing up, tried to rewatch it, didn't. It kind of fell off, but uh, I have I have high hopes for this. What, what this is? It's been in the works for years now. I feel like right. Been waiting a long time, very long time for this one. This was like one of those like Hall H San Diego Comic Con things that they announced forever ago, and uh, can't believe it's finally here. I, I I love this show. I love the idea of just fucking picking up where that one left off. Love that they're keeping the theme song. <laughs> you know, uh, Ryan in the in our chat was was down on the animation of it from the trailer. I I think it looks pretty good personally and uh some of the the voices being different i wish they could have just brought back the whole voice cast but uh it's tough when it's almost 30 years later you know a lot of them don't have the same voices (laughs) i mean yeah yeah that's that's true but uh excited to see what storylines they're gonna follow and where it goes and they've the marvel has already teased that it has implications beyond uh just itself x-men so Ah, okay okay well we'll see i don't know that 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 line that uh come to me my x-men line from from cyclops that was great it was so good it was good but go ahead sorry no i was gonna ask kayla if she has a favorite x-man uh i i I know you've only dabbled in in the x-men there's no wrong choice and the most i've dabbled has been with Wolverine and and Logan was real good and mm. uh Hugh Jackman's real good and uh Wolverine's great. Yeah, Wolverine's pretty cool. I feel like he's most Excited. people's favorite. He's he's the, my most known, like my I've had the most experience with and there's such a cool shot of Gambit riding on Wolverine's mm. back <laughs> into mm. combat in this and, uh, uh Gambit's my dude. I know he's not the character hasn't aged the the best from from that '90s run, uh, but uh, I, I I'm sure everyone's going to be tweaked uh, drastically, and as we've seen with uh, with Rogue, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I'm interested to see a Lola bunnied Rogue. You know, I'm I am going to write a letter. <laughs> I like to think of it as solid snaking. Uh, I, I like to think of it as solid snaking. Um, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm very excited. I, I always loved uh, Magneto's portrayal in the, uh, the animated series. I thought he was, oh, yeah. he was pretty cool. Um, I wonder if they had to do a lot of kind of... Um, like he wasn't in the Holocaust and stuff, you know, like in the in the cartoon, because I don't think you could put like, you know, the Holocaust in in those cartoons back in the day. Yeah. Um, I wonder they if they're going to do that. They couldn't put it in there, but titties was cool. <laughs> well, you know, there there you go. The choices were made. I, I wonder how, how um, I had mentioned earlier how they had to kind of like uh, all the all the guns and stuff had to be laser weapons. And, you know, you couldn't really show violence in in the way that like the X-Men are, are violent. Like there's violence in that world, you know, um, unless it was against a Sentinel where they rip it to shreds and stuff like that or right. explode it. Yeah. But yeah, for the most it's a it was a 
I mean, that was kids were racing home to watch that after school. Like, I don't know. It was not meant for for 35 year old, whatever, (laughs) (laughs) whatever. I hope I I hope we get like somewhere in the middle, you know, like I I want to like I I think one thing I really remember was um, uh, morph. Like you're supposed to like really feel, oh, no, they killed morph. But it all happens like off screen in that like first uh episode you're you're a real morph eric i'm a real morph okay you know (laughs) almost left this off the list (laughs) i'm just saying uh x-men 97 uh morph (laughs) is back everyone disney plus march 20th it's gonna be great uh march 22nd i put problemista on here it's coming to theaters it's an a24 joint um tilda swinton and I should have wrote down the uh, it is written, directed and starring. Um, I'm going to look up oh. the gentleman's name. Uh, Problemista. Because he deserves uh, a little bit of credit for Julio Torres. Um, yeah, so he's he's writing, directing and starring in this comedy with uh, Tilda Swinton and uh, the RZA. Um, he's a. El Salvadorian um, immigrant to New York, to to America, who wants to get a job as a toy maker um, so that he he doesn't have to go back, so that he doesn't get deported. He somehow hooks up with Tilda Swinton, who's like this art director who also might be the devil or something. There's definitely some dark uh, aspects to to Tilda Swinton. Um, She's problemista. (laughs) Yes, yes. I, I noticed those aspects in the trailer and I don't know if those are all in the main character's kind of head. Cause I thought that I was like, Oh, is this like a Renfield kind of mm. thing? Like he's going to be the assistant to this, like she devil, <laughs> like literally like they even um, make a, a, there is a line now. I didn't catch any of that watching it, but there is a line like your boss is the devil. Like somebody mm. says that, yeah, I I think because there is like that fairy the the trailer opens with like a fairy tale like the mother protecting her child in this fairy tale kingdom until he you know he goes into a cave and it's real life you know like he walks out of his shitty apartment in New York City or something like mm-hmm. that and mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of the uh, Julio Torres was his, yes. I think that's a lot of his his flair and stuff mm-hmm. just popping out I think because there is there's a lot of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you psychedelic earlier uh, yeah. or kind of kind of stuff going on, and I'm not sure if that's supposed to be real. Or yeah, not. what's real and what's but, not? Um, yeah. that's what drew me to it. I thought I thought it looked cool. I I love Tilda Swinton. I think she's just the the best. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, Problemista coming to theaters yeah. uh, March 22nd. A24 does not really miss, so I, I don't think they'll miss on this one either. Uh, Big A twenty four month, huge Apple month, man. Huge Apple. Apple True that. Uh, Dragon's Dogma two coming to the uh, the current gen PC, PS five, and Xbox Series March twenty second. Drafted by none other than than Mike. They've done these really cool uh, little uh, character vignettes on on YouTube. You can find them. Where they just for like one minute they kind of show you the different um, 
they're not called jobs. They're called like uh, vocations. Classes. I think mm. that is what they're called. In but yeah, they're they're, they're your character classes, classes, your jobs, whatever else. Your sorcerer, your warrior, your archer. It seems like depending on how you like choose to play, like what what class you choose or vocation, it plays like way different. Like they showed like the the archer is like a super fast character jumping around. Um, Spinning. Spin, yeah, doing just like insane. Like it seems like such a. I I don't know. It it has the aesthetics of like a Souls game. Um, in in a lot of it's like armor and and enemies and stuff like that. But then looking at that archer, it's like man, yeah, they're like jumping on top of creatures, jumping off of them, shooting arrows. Like there's a lot of action and a lot of like stuff going on. The magic, the sorcerer looked really interesting. There was even a a scene where there were like. I guess two people that were both sorcerers and they were somehow able to like cast the same spell and then combine the two spells to make a, a larger spell. Magicka baby. Yeah. Oh, man. It, it felt like that a little bit. So, um, I don't know. This, this looks really cool. Like it's, uh, it's not a world I know or anything, but it just looked that, that sold me even more on it. Seeing those little vignettes. Uh, I, I think it looks great. Um, I hope it does well. Of course, it was my number one pick. Um, are you? Hopefully, I'm done with. I, I'm not going to be done with Final Fantasy by the time this comes out, probably. But I definitely want to pick it up. Uh, are you guys? You think you're going to pick it up? Or I think so. Wait for how it does, or what do you think, Kayla? I, I think it, it looks, looks great. Cool. I I'd check it out, but I I'm of the same mind of you, or we probably won't be a. Uh, Ready at that time. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I started up Dark Arisen, the the kind of re-release of, of Dragon's Dogma, mm. the first one. And started out like I was kind of I was digging it. it. It is definitely more of an arcadey feel than Dark Souls. It is not rigid uh, as as Souls. But uh, the kids kind of took over wanted to play you can in that in that first one you can pick up any npc just pick them up okay <laughs> and there's a lot of hills and mountain cliffs and things in uh in the starting area of dragon's dogma and the boys just loved throwing every person every person from this town <laughs> off of uh off of the cliffs they they loved that so i never got to really jump back <laughs> into that one after they destroyed all the, the NPCs in the town. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, good stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's, I think that was a good pick for you. Um, I think at least like we don't have to get it day one. I don't know that it's going to be something that, Oh, it's going to get spoiled or, or something like that. Maybe even a, a game that could use a couple patches. It, the, performance i mean in a trailer i don't i don't know what to take from that but it looked a little shoddy just a, a little bit oh, really? uh, you know um, yeah dragon's dogma one was not like a graphical powerhouse mm -hmm. when it came out it was really focused on mechanics and stuff like that and it had this uh pawn system i think where you could heavily customize a supporting kind of character mm -hmm. And then if you played online, your pawn would just go help out like people on your friends list. I think oh. that would play dragons, that kind of thing. 
And people really like that idea of like swapping pawns and trading them and stuff like that. And, uh, I'm sure this game has has some some beefed up form of that. It looks like it does. Like every every scene that they showed in in the little uh, class thing was like the class, but two other people with them, like two other, I guess, probably pawns or whatever, uh, also helping them fight big monsters and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So um, it seems like that's going to matter from like maybe building a party, like, oh, I'm an archer and, and the pawns are a sorcerer and a warrior or whatever, that kind of thing to like balance it out. It seems like that might be a mechanic. Um, looks great. Looks great. Uh, it does. It does. Uh, yeah. Dragon's Dogma 2, March 22nd. Uh, Princess Peach Showtime uh, coming to the Switch same day, March 22nd. Um, they've revealed a, a handful more of her uh, transformations, different um, vocations she can have. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think I'm I'm sold more on this game the more I see of it. It seems like each different costume is going to matter like um in terms of what you're going to be doing like the environment is changing and you use that costume to benefit you in 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 the environment and like the mechanics are always changing it seems um like they showed off a uh, a couple um it was the ice skater figure skater peach mm-hmm. um detective peach detective peach yeah um uh, the Little Mermaid Peach, and in each yeah. each kind of section, it seemed like the mechanics were completely different. The enemies you're facing are kind of completely different. The environments, like how you're even traversing, like more vertical versus underwater versus like um, you know di- more left to right side scrolling. Um, seems like they're really you know mixing it up. Uh, but um. I think at very least it'll be a, a great game for for kids. It seems like pretty, like yeah. Accessible. It seems like they are trying to mark. This is not for us. This is for you know a young girl to walk by or a boy, whatever, to see like oh man, that looks cool and their first platformer or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it, it um, is a like it is a game still. Like the, it's not just a slap of paint on to get attention like it does seem like it's actually going to be challenging like it it looks hard to me i'm I'm not a good platformer and i think like it looks challenging (laughs) yeah it's not one of those barbie games from 20 years ago right right it it looks like it's just gonna be a mixed bag because there's it's there's fun platforming stuff like the the ice skating stuff like oh they already figured that out in 3d world how to do like ice skating and combat mixed with platforming but like the rhythm mermaid stuff mm. and the stealth detective stuff. I don't know about that, but where she's like kicking ass is like a Kung Fu person or a fencer. I think she has like a fencing mm. costume or something like that. I think it's going to be, I'm eager to, I guess I'm eager to see how many times you're redoing these mm. things. Like how many times you're using these disguises and stuff. Like, in Kirby, you you use the same kind of power ups over and over and over again, and eventually they level up and change. But um, I don't know if this game can can pull that off yet. Well, we will see on March twenty second when uh, Princess Peach Showtime hits the Switch. Same day, March twenty second, we get Rise of the Ronin PS five exclusive for this one. Um, this game looks 
really, really cool in in a lot of ways. Um, this is like a uh, late Japan, like past the feudal period, more of like the integration with the West kind of period of of Japan's history, um, where there's you know uh, gunpowder and and all of the and you know more modern kind of. Uh, Things are coming to Japan, but you're a uh, a ronin, a a, a samurai, um, and uh, it looks like it. In some parts, it, it really looks like a Ghost of Tsushima or Sekiro, um, which two games I I really kind of loved in that in a in similar genre. But then, I this is from which which team is this one? Who's uh, Team Ninja? Team Ninja, right? I think some of their like over-the-top combat is kind of really kind of getting in here because uh, in the most recent trailer we were watching, um, you're just fighting another guy, just some some other samurai, not, not some crazy wild beast or anything else. And it, they're showing off, like, the combo system that's in this game where you can, like, shoot a guy with a, a rifle run up to him, like, kind of air juggle him, stab him a bunch of times with your katana, and then, like, finish him on the ground. Like, he, it, it looked, like, super over-the-top, some, like, Ninja uh, ninja Gaiden kind of stuff, and it, it looked a little out of place for me. I was a little like, hmm, I don't know okay. if it's... Because it feels like this, like, a game that's a, somewhat about, like, realism, like, maybe the... Uh, realistic you know samurai fighting but then maybe not at the same time so this this could have been called neo 3 because this is the the team that made neo their their kind of take on souls mixing like you said like ninja gaiden combat with that kind of punishing you know souls gameplay basically and I didn't play Neo 2, but I, I know it had a lot of fans. Neo 1, I thought, was really good. Um, I finished that one, and it it has a lot of... The fighting system was very... There a lot of depth to it, a lot of changing stances and things like that. Many different weapon classes to pick mm-hmm. from. Like, crazy amount. 2 even had even more. And uh, I'm assuming they're just kind of putting... Like is this is more open world ish, open zone. Seems like kinda. it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, where Neo was like mission based, mm-hmm. like you went to a specific level, um, and then you beat a boss at the end, and then you moved on. So, uh, I'm, I think they could pull some off pretty cool. Maybe not not an exact from soft level of game, but something pretty close. I like how it looks. I, I will say that I think it looks pretty. Yeah. Um, they've sh- they've showing like you get a, a glider so you get to fly there's verticality you can get up on on buildings and attack mm-hmm. from above and um yeah. but it's interesting when you mention neo um with ha- having a ton of weapon classes and stances and stuff i think this is an uh, definitely an offshoot of that because mm-hmm. they showed it seems like every weapon you have can have three different stances yeah. uh, like you can s- swap um which and- is interesting Trust me, I got through Neo 1 without really messing with any of that. <laughs> so, uh what I wanted to ask, like are yeah. these going to are any of these games that I can play cuz I enjoyed watching like Sekiro um and whichever 
What, what other one did you play, Eric? You just mentioned it. Oh, uh, I've Ghost never of Tsushima. Oh, yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. I liked watching those, but they seemed really challenging for me. Like, Dark Souls are really challenging for me. I think you could have done Tsushima, like... definitely. Yeah, okay. that's probably the one to go with. Neo, Neo could be pretty see tough. How this, one, how this one will feel. Because mm-hmm. it, it seemed... also it looked like they uh, that 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 it's hard. The the enemies take a lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. If you get it's it is that kind of soul stuff where even the the first skeleton you encounter can whip your ass if you don't. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Something interesting. Just, I, I'm I'm curious to see. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I, Me too. This is, seems to be like the game Sony has, you know, <laughs> right. You know, post hell divers, of course, but, uh, see how it does. Rise of the Ronin coming to PS five only, uh, March 22nd, uh, pepper grinder coming to switch and PC March 28th. This was uh, a Ryan draft pick and I counterpicked it cause I had no idea what it was. Um, might not have been too smart on my part because this looks this looks kind of cool. Um, what I think it looks cool. Yeah, <laughs> how would you describe this, Mike? Um, it has like a drill dozer kind of <laughs> thing going on, Mister Driller. Those games, mm. but it's not. Those games had like a puzzle aspect to it. This is much more of a kind of remind me of like Super Meat Boy. Really, mm, just playing fast. You you drill in and out of the ground like you're swimming, like Echo the Dolphin kind mm-hmm. of stuff. You're you know going in and out of the ground. Um, I've heard it uh, referred to like the swimming in Rayman Legends, which was uh, felt really good. And this game looks like it feels really good and it's really fun. And uh, I want to check it out for for sure. It it just looks looks up my alley. Yeah, it 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 did look pretty cool. I I don't love the the art style. Um, but, yeah. um, maybe it looks better on PC. I, I think I was seeing it on, on the switch when, when mm-hmm. I was watching as part of like the direct. So, um, but it seems fat. Like it seems like super fast. Uh, super and fast. I don't know if the switch can, can handle it, but, um, no, I, oh, I, I think so. it'll be good. I think it'll be pretty, pretty decent. It, it looks pretty good. Ryan might've had, had some, some in it. um, yeah, Pepper Grinder coming uh, to Switch and PC March 28th. Is it a mouse? Are you a mouse in that game? Is that the character? Or... Oh, I, I don't think so. I thought you played as like a girl. No, a little girl. I thought you played as like a little girl. See, I couldn't even tell. See, that's that's how uh, that's how rough it looks. Okay, Pepper Grinder, <laughs> Switch and PC. Yep, you're just a girl with a cool drill. Yep. So a mouse, right. You're right, you're right, you get right. Uh, <laughs> March 29th, we get uh, Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire uh, coming in theaters. This is the sequel to Ghostbusters Legacy. What was the last one called? Oh, oh, something Empire. What is is this one? Empire? This one's Frozen <laughs> Empire. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was. The, uh, oh, yeah, the other uh, one was Flood Empire. Expert. Right, right. That was I remember. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Liquid Empire, Empire, and this is Frozen <laughs> Empire. Uh, the sequel to that pretty okay Ghostbusters Afterlife. movie. Afterlife. Afterlife. There you go. We were close. <laughs> we were right there. We were going to get there, and you you looked it up, but you shouldn't have looked it up. We were going to get there. Um, 
I got there on my own. <laughs> Did you, you you got there? On my own. Yeah. Oh wow. I I thought. Oh, very nice. I I looked it up. <laughs> yeah. I, you could have a I thousand took a years. Think I wouldn't have said it pretty much at the same time, yeah. but it um, came to me. We all liked Afterlife, right? For the most yeah. part. I re- I really enjoyed that movie. I thought it was a great way to introduce the kids to Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, and that, I think Paul, Paul Rudd's just great, and he's great in that trailer. I love Carrie Coon. I love all the tech and just seeing the fucking lasers and the beanie. Like, I don't know. I I just think it's neat. Yeah, (laughs) I I agree. This is one of those like um, nostalgic cash grabby kind of series that I think is getting it right. Maybe Um, in the way a lot are not. Uh, Hey, they've tried and failed before themselves. True. And that and that other Ghostbusters movie gets too much hate. I think that one is perfect. Sure, I didn't hate it, but yeah. it, this is better. Well, I, I think what people really hate was leaning on the old stuff. Mm. And really, like, this one seems like it's really, like, another kind of team-up movie. Uh, you know, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And this, uh, get ready, because the pitchforks are out for this one, too, I'm sure. But uh, I don't know. I'm just going to. The kids are excited. We're probably going to see it opening night. Awesome. And, uh, I hope it's good. Hope it's as, if it's as good as that first one, I will be happy. Yeah, for sure. Me too. It's awesome. Give me some more podcast. The best character. You know? <laughs> right. God, I forgot about that. In the age where every character in a in a thing had to have a podcast. Oh, uh, good stuff. Uh, including uh, the Godzilla movies, right? Uh, yeah. Godzilla X Kong, uh, the new <laughs> empire. Uh, so we've had the frozen empire, and this is the new empire. Um, Godzilla X Kong, the new empire, coming to theaters uh, March 29th as well. Um, how many empires in, in one day can you have? This looks wild. This looks like a lot of, of stuff um, from... From Skull Island, a movie that, like, I feel is, it feels so far, far away. I, I love that Skull Island movie. I, it was far away. Yeah. It's like 10 years ago. God. <laughs> to think that that movie and, and this are in the same, like, a one continual kind of story, it just kind of blows my mind, I think. like Yeah. Yes. Um, who's... Me and Kayla were trying to figure out, is the big bad in this one the skinny Kong, or is there like a an, another it was being? Like a red Kong? Yeah, red. Yeah. There's not another, is there another one? Like a third party bad It shows guy? like, there's a lot of hands coming out of a giant crater, and mm-hmm. some of them are robotic so it's like okay is it mecha kong is it gonna be does kong just have robot fists now or something i i don't know these movies stink guys they are stinky poo poo doo doo they're not good none of the godzilla's new ones were good none of them not even that brian cranston one i know everyone likes it so much but it's not good it's so dumb and bad there is Skull Island, and that is it. The rest of these movies need to go away. But the, the, that first uh, Godzilla had Oscar nominee uh, Ken Watanabe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
in it. Um, Let them fight. That quote is the the only good thing. Oh, um, Godzilla X Kong. What's what's there more to say? Uh, the new empire uh, starting a whole new empire coming to theaters March twenty ninth. Um, and I'll just say it right now. That's my pick for uh, my my pick to click here uh, in no pick to in click. March. Um, for for March, what do we? What are we most excited about? I'm I, I'm picking uh, Love Lies Bleeding. I I want that. Oh, not uh, Dune. Not Dune. No, I oh. I think I think Dune probably has the highest. Like, there's probably no chance I'm gonna dislike Dune. There is a chance I might not like Love Lies Bleeding. It's like a high risk maneuver, is what I'm I'm going at. Mm. I feel like there's a chance that I just love Love Lies Bleeding. Um, and and I'm gonna take that chance. Yeah, mm. I think you're right. I think that is the best thing. <laughs> but yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> we'll just have a. That's it. That's no, it. Uh, boom. I'll. I don't know. It underlined and uh, italicized, and boom. Yeah, I yeah, just feel like this month is just going to be Final Fantasy, mm. so it's hard for me to even think of like, uh, what like especially game wise, trying to get into yeah. any of this stuff, but. I am very excited for Dragon's Dogma, and uh, but yeah, Lo- Love Lies Bleeding just looks like my jam and looks great. I am excited for Dune. I'll, I want to check that out too. Yeah, I I'm very excited for Dune, and I think it's going to be weird and awesome, and Villeneuve just doesn't miss. And uh, yeah, yeah, Dune. I think Dune Tune's gonna gonna rock as well. Duncan Idaho. That's uh <laughs> Duncan Idaho. Oh, so good. I don't know if I have if I have that recorded of you saying that, but I need to clip that out. Uh, all right. March 2024, bigger than we thought it was. 21 uh was our total list there. We love uh Dune. Part two, Love Lies, Bleeding, and Dragon's Dogma 2. Those are our picks for March 2024. And that's it. That is episode 160 of The Machine of Nonsense. Um, we covered everything in March. If you would like to uh, join the conversation about March and, and everything coming to your screens, uh, drop us a line. Machine of Nonsense at gmail.com or at the Machine of Nonsense on all social media. I'm going to create a Blue Sky account for us. How about that? I'll do that next. What's that? <laughs> Kayla doesn't even know Blue Sky. It's so. Uh, what is it? For real? What is it? It's, it's a new Twitter. Um, yeah, well, it's a new I, Twitter. I've never had a Twitter either. Right, so. right. Um, <laughs> I still. I don't know. I still prefer Twitter so far, but uh, me been, too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it hasn't. It hasn't hit yet. Um, Stanley Tucci never liked one of my tweets on Blue Sky, uh, but he has on Twitter. So, um, whoa, yeah, the yeah. Tooch, the Tooch, the Tooch. <laughs> Holy uh, shit! It's it's <laughs> it's too esoteric of a tweet to like describe it on this pod, but uh, I can. I've got the receipts. I can show if anyone doesn't believe it. I have been liked uh, by the Tooch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Anyway, Got among men. Uh, yeah, you know what? What can I say? I'm 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 big with the tooch. Uh, so that's March, and that's episode 160 of Machine and Nonsense. We are getting out of here, and we're saying Duncan Idaho. Goodbye. Idaloha. Aloha. <laughs>